Hello, welcome to Gentlemen Don't Get Caught, a podcast about the music of R.E.M. I'm Lynn, and on the other end of the line, I have my friend... Ali, hello, thank you. You're hello. also my friend, Lynn. Oh, thanks. I mean, welcome. I'm not sure I would recommend embarking on a podcast series this long with somebody who you didn't like. But no, maybe you can get through an episode of that, but... Maybe. Not much more. Or, or, or unless it's kind of like a like one of those weird, like dynamics where people are like rubbing each other the wrong way but it's kind of like there's a sort of tension (laughs) a frisson that makes it interesting yeah yeah there is that so dear listeners would you describe our frisson as interesting (laughs) or any other french words that you know croissant (laughs) i'm out out of french What what languages do they teach you at at cool and liberal Stantonbury that is no longer cool um, and no longer liberal? Well, they taught f- everyone French. Okay. May we? Um, and then depending on which side of campus you were on. Oh. Either Spanish. Okay. On the side of campus that I was on. Or, or German. German if you're on the other side of the campus. So were the, were the, the campuses referred to as... The German side and the I cannot do a Spanish <laughs> accent side. Um, they were not. That is not, a shame. Not by me a or anyone any, opportunity. They, they should have done. And it would yeah. have been great if everyone had just actually gotten good enough to, at their respective foreign language that everyone just talked to each other <laughs> and just be like, <laughs> that's, that's German. That is not German. Uh, and, and then just, yeah, and used it for the basis of hostility and warfare because i was terrible at both of them but you had to take one at gcse i did opt to take spanish out of the two because oh, you, you okay. had to do two of them yeah. up until the end of year nine yeah and then you could either opt to choose to carry on with two or to drop down to one oh, for years 10 okay yeah, yeah, yeah that was the same when i was there except because i was uh in the I think the parlance of the time a boff a language is yeah. boff uh oh yeah so you had boffs at stantonbury as well yeah, yeah. We, we weren't so geographically distinct. No, I know, I know, but it's like I, I was across a whole different county uh, you boundary. Were, you were, and uh, <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, because I was a languages boff, I took French and German all the way to GCSE. So fancy, and did quite well in both of them. And then I did French at A level and just nosedived. <laughs> This is how I felt about maths as well. Mm. That I, I did all right at GCSE and then took it at A-level and nosedived. But um, <laughs> there you go. You got into uni, it's fine. I did. That's all I did. I've dropped a pencil. Put it down then. Stop filling so I take it you recording. didn't do games. I don't know. That requires hand-eye coordination for your A-levels. Sick burn, sick burn. <laughs> no. I don't know that that was even an option at our school. Uh, or... I think it was. A, I think it was a mine, possibly, but I there was no way I was taking it. Lynn, Lynn, dear listener, went to a way cooler, way hipper, way more awesome school than I did. Even though we grew up like I don't know, like is it five, three or four miles? I think. Yeah, I don't think it's other. even five miles. Probably yeah. not. Like it's a, it's a, it's a leg stretch to get from one place to the other. But you could definitely do it if you knew the way. Not that we ever did. <laughs> we um, would always... I, I walked back. I walked back home a couple of times. Okay. I, I I walked to... Beep. Beep. House. Right. Quite a few times. Yeah, which, that's a similar which distance. Which is a similar distance. It's kind of... I never thought of it being the same neck of the woods, but it kind of is. Anyway, sorry. This is going to be fascinating for listeners who are not in Milton Keynes. 
Um, I think you should keep it in just to just to like just to separate <laughs> the 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 true fans uh, from the 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 hardcore from from the the fair weather chaff that are not interested in our personal lives. <laughs> That's right. Go away. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> um, what are we talking about? We're on the last track. We are. Monster. We are. Yeah, it's, I think it's I, you. Maybe because we've been on this album so long that we're just having like preemptive separation anxiety from it. So we're just trying to like put off the inevitable. But... We have. This will not feel like it to the listener, but this is this is the album <laughs> which is taken by far the longest to record. Uh yeah. Through not for any particularly good reason, just lots and lots of stuff came up, and we didn't record very regularly. Yeah, but, um, yeah. Um, but I yeah, mean, it's it's taken a long time. I'd like to say th- I'm not going to go into any detail. I'll just keep it cryptic. But I'd like to say that the home office is at least slightly to blame, <laughs> at least on yeah. my side. So, <laughs> uh, not the permanent secretary. They they were quite helpful, but the like the elected <laughs> official, not good. Not great. So. So this has been your, you know, sporadic announcement that uh, uh, the Tory party are nefarious and bad. It's true. In case you're in, in any any doubt. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so we're talking about you, the last track. We are indeed, the last track. Uh, what do you think, Ali? What do I think? What do you think, Lynn? Nice. You turned it around there. Um, I, get, uh... oh no, I get the wooden <laughs> spoon for making the most terrible attempt um... at humour. I enjoyed it. I mean, there's quite a lot of feedback on this album. There's mm. a lot of feedback immediately in this song. Yeah. <laughs> right from the off. Mm. Yeah. Um, but I quite like it. I quite like a bit of feedback. I like a bit of fuzz. It would be bad if you didn't on this album, to be honest. It would. That's... I, I was thinking, like, how is this as an ending track? I think it works pretty well. It's mm. like it's sort of like a cool down, but not, but like a weird sort of downer. <laughs> it's like a downer cool Would down. you say it's a downer or would you I just... wouldn't say it's downer in the way that like let me in as a downer. Oh yeah, if you finish something. if you finish the album on that, it would just be like, Oh yeah, one of our friends is dead. Have fun of the rest of your day. I don't think it's like a super downer, but mm. at the same time it's not really it's not really like an upbeat ending. No, it certainly isn't that. I would say how would I describe it? I would say it's pensive. Pensive, yes. And it's pregnant with tension mm-hmm. possibly of yeah a so in that in that way it's kind. like it doesn't really get resolved which is it's a little bit mm. of an odd place that's, to put it that's at ex- that's exactly it yeah 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 it's kind of like it's all build up and then yeah maybe a climax i mean there's certainly like it builds to a crescendo and mm-hmm. kind of like hammers on that for a little bit and then it just kind of peters out without their quite being a like this is the apex of the song i yeah. i'm i'm kind of painfully aware cr- cringingly aware that this is a slightly sexual metaphor <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah it is just kind of like all build up and no payoff which is yeah. kind of funny as a choice for the end of the album i like it as a as a song like it's weird but it's interesting because weird and interesting normally go together. Is it me or does it have a vaguely, I don't even know how I would, where I'm getting this definition from. Like stereotypically anyway, it, it feels a bit kind of Eastern somehow, like either Middle Eastern or maybe Indian somehow, like inflected, not like. it. No, it's, it's, it's sort of not, perhaps not as pronounced as like the Beatles and I'm certainly not a Beatles expert, mm. but that kind of like, I guess Eastern music, definitely not an expert on Eastern music, like filtered mm. through that sort of like westerny 
like rock kind of pop rock yeah thing. yeah i think it's the main riff it's the dong but yeah dun. there's definitely like an edge on it it's that kind of it's just and maybe it's the i'm, I'm sure it is the like the the scale progression like if i mm-hmm. were a better musician i'd be able to go oh yes for that is a minor something scale because i know <laughs> i well this is the thing like i used to know my scales on guitar quite well and I will butcher the theory and some actual musician who knows their stuff will just be like, no, that's wrong. But so there's like, there's the major scale and then there's, I forget, I think it's natural minor and then there's a different minor, which is like one of the notes, one or two of the notes is different in the progression. And Mm -hmm. it just, even though there's, you're not changing that much, it sounds very different uh, this is so long since I've done it. I'm doing an appalling job of explaining, like, because <laughs> it's it's the third note in the scale that makes it minor or major. Okay. So yeah, because like your basic okay chord theory for the nerds, uh, like okay. your your most basic chord is a is the root, which is the the note that gives the chord its basic name and i'm not going to do this right so i'm not going to i'm not going to say what the notes are because i will count wrong and i will get it wrong um because you've got shops and flats to consider again very rusty music theory here but yeah so you have you have the root note then you have a third the third note in this in the scale which is either mm-hmm. a major or a minor and that determine determines whether it's a major major or a minor chord and then there's the fifth note of the scale and that's a basic chord if you want to build more chords you just add and take away notes and that's what it is so i would say if i had to guess the riff is like it's some weird version of a, like a minor scale riff mm-hmm. but music theory people if I am wrong, please yell at me and and say that I'm a terrible lapsed <laughs> musician because I know, so you will not really be hurting my feelings. But what I will say <laughs> is it is cool. And if you like kind of vaguely um, atypical sounding rock music and you've not checked them out before, uh, listen to Soundgarden. They have interesting riffs. And I don't know whether this had any influence on it, but their lead guitarist, Kim... Tile, I think is how you pronounce his second name. Uh, he was, he is. I mean, he's still around. Uh, mm-hmm. He's South Asian. I think he's born in in the US, but I think maybe was like second or third generation. So maybe had like Indian music around in his background. So who knows? I don't know enough about that. But all I know <laughs> is that Soundgarden were an interesting rock band, and you know probably their heyday was around the same time as. REM. So if you're interested in what else was going on around a similar time, give them a listen. Right, uh, what else do we have to say about this song? We've said nothing about the <laughs> lyrics. That is the other thing. No, we, we have... Um, yeah, I didn't get that many. The, the repeated refrain of like, I love you crazy, just something. Keep on. I'm like, is it just keep on. Yeah. That's the, I was thinking like, it's either keep going maybe, yeah. or it's because, mm. but it's like done in a weird way. But keep on. Okay, so I was closer, somehow closer than I thought I would be. Ah, oh, okay. So, so what I see here is like the first, the first time it's just keep on, and then it's I love you madly. Just keep watch. Okay, so it's just a lot of keeps in different ways. Yep. Um, and then it's you wipe my lips, you turn me on, my attentions are turned to you. 
Okay. So that's very forward. Um, <laughs> yeah, if someone just came up and said that to you, you would yeah, be considered just extremely be like, forward. Well, yeah, yeah, bordering on sexual harassment. <laughs> yeah. But probably not even bordering on it. It would just be straight <laughs> up like, uh, excuse me. Other interesting lyrics. I mean, this one is more like poetic than some of the other things they've okay. done before. Like, it's there's images. Like, the first line is, let the sun beat through the clouds. It's just mm-hmm. very evocative. Let me kiss you on your mouth. Again, sexy. Um, sexy stipe. Um, <laughs> I'm sure we will come on to this in the uh, in the whole album summary. But anyway, um, actually, this this how have I not even spotted this because it's staring me right in the face. It's just let is the kind of like the refrain. It's like let the sun, let me kiss, mm-hmm. let me uh, hold hold your syrup close to mine. Again, sounds a bit sounds a bit naughty to me. Uh, let me watch you Hollywood and Vine. So it's just like lots of lets um, in in the first verse. Oh, here you go. This is me just spotting things because it's really obvious when it's actually written down. Maybe I should have done my homework, but like a subsequent verse has a I can thing going on. I can whisper in your ear. I can write a calendar year. I can wing around your satin smile. Shout out the moon. This it feels like there's some songwriting technique going on here. Yeah, I think there's more to it than I have ever really guessed. I feel like a lot of it is pretty buried. Mm. Yeah, and maybe it does that thing where because a lot of the lyrics are quite similar to each other. There's a lot of repeated stuff mm. that you catch, like catch bits here and there. And you, as I've been assuming that a lot of stuff is repeated, but there's less repetition than I think there is. This is the thing. I do wonder to what extent. Do professional songwriters consciously like study up on like songcraft, or do they just <laughs> do what works and intuitively find things that work, or like lift things from songs that they like without realizing it? It's like to what extent yeah. is it like a you deliberately go in search of different ways to write songs once you've been doing it for a while, you know, trying to keep it interesting? Mm-hmm. Like I feel like if you're successful enough to have done this many albums like you probably come across the problem of like well we've been we're successful enough that people want us to keep doing this but we might have exhausted all of our like natural inspiration that uh, in terms of just what comes to us and you kind of like maybe have to learn a bit more technique to keep things interesting and to give you different options i have no idea but I just suspect that might be true. Yeah. Any professional songwriters who are, for whatever reason, <laughs> deciding to tune in, let us know. We would be interested. Uh, I mean, the uh, the mailbox is uh, is dusty and bare, as far as I know. But uh, <laughs> I will keep saying, dear listener, tell us things in the hope that one of you will uh, succumb to the pressure eventually and 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 give us some feedback. But yeah, just super super curious to learn how that how that works um do we have anything else in the lyrics that are interesting i have a thing if you don't have a thing there's a there's a line that's yes sorry i was assuming i was assuming that was going to merge into a thing okay so there's one line which is i can see you there with lunar moths do you know what a lunar moth is i do not is it a big moth i guess but i mean moths moths are nocturnal so i kind of like would 
think that all moths were kind of lunar creatures. Uh, yeah, it's a big moth. It's a big moth. It's a big moth. Uh, it has a wingspan of roughly uh, four and a half inches. Mm, that pretty big. Yeah, I, I for a moth. Right, right. That that is big enough to freak me out. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm not like at the level of like pathological insect phobia where it's just like, oh, there's a bug in the room. Like I now have to leave the room. It, but it is okay. like it's like. I am fine being in the same room with you, bug. However, please do not come anywhere near me. Do not, like, approach me. Certainly do not touch me. I do not want to be mm-hmm. touched by bugs. Thank you. I don't understand why that is, because it's like, most of the time, at least in this country, bugs are not going to do anything nasty to you. I think it's just the thought of, like, these tiny little legs on my skin. <laughs> it's just like, ugh. Just, No not good then i should not tell you that they are present in the eastern united states a place where you find yourself sometimes yes just Uh, watch yourself yeah yeah i i mean i I have to say when i do visit this the states i will occasionally see like i'm i'm nearly always there in the winter so there's not a lot of bug action going around but i will often do you you go there in the winter in order to avoid most of the bugs that's what it is it's mainly just because the big seasonal festivals are that bring everyone together are in the winter which is fortunate for for me i've been i have been there a couple of times in the summer once for my wedding and then uh another time uh i think oh no maybe i've been there three times in the summer i'm losing count it's been a lot of years lynn it's been over (laughs) a decade but yeah virtually i've been been there every year in the winter and then like maybe three times in the summer but yeah it's all it's all because of the bugs Uh, and i'm sure american listeners will just and and listeners from anywhere that has even slightly more gnarly wildlife than britain does will just be rolling their eyes and just being like what a wimp what is wrong with you? Uh, but yeah, just occasionally, like I'll see like a bug carcass of a bug that I'm just like, well, that's unnervingly big. Yeah, I do not want to meet a live version of you because <laughs> you will like come towards me and menace me. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so lunar moths and my insect phobia don't like the sound of lunar moths. They might be pretty, but they're still. What is it about moths? Like, they're basically butterflies, but butterflies are nice. Moths are creepy and I don't know. Is it because they are mostly nocturnal? Maybe. And they're creatures of the night. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. that's probably what it is. It's like, I'm already on on edge from being fearful that a vampire might get me. So it's just like... <laughs> the last thing you need is moths. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Vampires. Sorry. I don't know why I had to do that, but I did. Right, uh, any more lyrical awesomeness? Oh, yeah. Um, do you know anything about astrology? Because I know z- almost not zero. Not much. So, okay. So I'm guessing you would not know what it means when he says, I want you like a Pisces rising. No. Okay. I'm going to look this up to you. <laughs> this has been Lynn Google stuff. Well... Yeah, well, I can't even spell Pisces, so I'm getting, did you mean Pisces? Because um, <laughs> I'm a fool. Uh, yeah, it's something something about fish. Well, yeah, I knew that. 
I couldn't even tell you what order they come in, or, like, or or even what star sign I would be, because I just like I the. No, I think that's the only thing I know. I think I do know what star sign I would be, but that's that's about it. I'm sure. I'm sure if somebody said, oh, yeah, you're that, then I'd be like, yeah, I did actually know that. But it's just not information I carry around in my head. But no, I don't. Okay. Again, it's probably significant. Just the, the level of insight on this show. Um, I feel like I'm out of stuff. Yes. That sounds better. I quite, I quite like this song. Mm. I think, I think that's that's where I fall on it. Yeah, me too. The only thing I have left in my notes that I haven't mentioned is that Michael Stipe is really pushing his voice to a point where mm-hmm. this sounds, this sounds uncomfortable, Michael. I hope you're okay. Yeah, this does not sound like a fun day in this in the studio for Michael. And I and I wonder, did they ever do this one live? Because that would, that would not be comfortable. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to go on singing after this. It's like, why did I write this? Especially on a tour. Oh, this is the one. <laughs> but yeah, presumably if you're a professional rock singer, you develop a certain stamina. Although, you know, getting like vocal nodules and stuff is, you know, one of those things that I vaguely have heard of and is an occupational hazard. All the things that can go wrong, Lynn. All the things. <laughs> right. Uh... Cool. Well, join us next time when we discuss the album as a whole, which I'm very much looking forward to. Summarizeify. Summarizeify indeed. Until then, uh, take care, everyone. Bye. Bye. Turn on narrator. Toggle switch. On. GDGCpodcast at gmail.com. So, uh, yeah, I've just made everyone feel uncomfortable, but there you go.